welcome to episode 210 of the Muck Podcast. Listen in as we discuss the dark and sometimes weird true stories in American politics. I'm Tina Hadamia. And I'm Hillary Doherty. Hillary. Hi. Hi. Please just tell me stuff. I have no news. Okay. I know that there's news happening and I know once you say stuff, I'll, I'll go, oh yeah, I've just been in a, in a, yeah, I've been in the weeds this week. I've been busy. Well, I've been obsessed Ooh. because we have gotten so many amazing court responses oh. about Trump and all these things that are coming to light. And, you know, listening to the Supreme Court, so today's February 8th, they had the Supreme Court, uh, you know, the Colorado threw him, Supreme Court threw him off, the, uh, Trump off the ballot in Colorado. So now the case was presented today and they allowed microphones in there so i was listening to the um the back and forth between the lawyers to and you know for and against whether he should be there and i i always love how the judges can interrupt the justices can interrupt and uh ask questions but i gotta tell you it is endlessly fascinating all of this because and i i hope y'all are paying attention because this is these are things that are happening that we're deciding these cases or judges are deciding justices that have never happened in yeah. 150 years, but have never happened with a president. Like, these are really, really interesting. And so the, the, the answers that we're getting coming out of, like, the D.C. Circuit Court on whether a president could be held live, like, held, yeah. you know, for doing crimes, uh, committing crimes in uh, while he's in office um, – are coming out and they're doing it when they released these, it was a panel of three judges. And when they released the answer, it was, this is where the court stands. They didn't list their individual names. And I think there's a couple reasons why one is because of how, uh, these judges are being attacked now. Yeah. And they want to remain, uh, with their names off of it, except that this is how we have ruled. Um, but also because, the next stop is the Supreme Court. And so there's a stay on this answer until Monday, um, February 12th, where Trump's team can file an appeal. And that appeal goes in front of the Supreme Court. And that's really important. And now that will be the next step will be, will the Supreme Court take this up? And because I'm sorry, if they do, which they shouldn't, what they really should do is stay out of this. OK, right. they should say this this stands because their answer also those three judges in dc the answer was riddled with quotes from cases that were determined by gorsuch by kavanaugh by um alito so they really used the supreme court's uh, justices words in their answer that trump is can be held yeah. or a president right. could be held liable so and don't you think the other major issue is that how do these judges who are appointed mm. by Trump maintain a fair and objective position? You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and I think that, and you can't, if they all recuse themselves, like what, you know, I, I, I think you're right. Like they, there's other factors that they should stay out of it. And they should well, leave it up to the state. So yeah, for the Republicans well, that are all about leave everything up to the well, state. Well, this is a different. This is different. This right. is the D.C. Circuit one. Isn't the George? Isn't, isn't the Colorado? The, Colorado. This the is D.C. Different. one is can can a can president be held, be held liable, liable yeah. for for committing illegal acts in off while in office? I mean, and why the answer not? is yes, yes, because <laughs> he wasn't doing anything that was in his duties as the president Correct. of the United States, and so they're they're saying absolutely and. There was so many amazing quotes from it. Um, one that I thought was in particularly interesting. Hold on a second. Let me see if I can find it. One second. They said, quote, Trump's stance would collapse, his stance on, on this case, would collapse our system of separated powers by placing the president beyond the reach of all three branches. We cannot accept that the office of the presidency places its former occupants above the law for all, all, for all time thereafter, which is absolutely correct, Right. If you say that you're above the law, you can do whatever you want, and the Congress can't hold you responsible. Uh, the Supreme Court can't hold you responsible. That's the basis of our government are these I mean, three branches of checks and balances. You absolutely can be held up. And, and I feel like this is basic common sense. Like, if you're doing something in the duty of president and, you know, it has to do with war or mm -hmm. things like that, okay, I get it. Like, there should be some protection because that's a different situation. But if you're doing something for your own personal desire, 
that has nothing to do with your role, why do you get a, 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 a get out of jail free card? Yeah, no. Nobody gets and, that. And, and, you know, one of his arguments, too, that's such I a, a crook. Yeah, that I thought was interesting was that he said, you know, it would be a chilly uh, uh, response if the court said that presence could be held liable because what could happen in the future? Like, you know, presence would be afraid to make decisions. Oh, please. And one of the judges said it absolutely would be chilly, but if they commit a crime, they should be afraid right. to commit the crime because they would be held responsible and so liable for the crime that they committed. That's why it's there. Like, right. you can't, you know, but here's a couple of th other things. The so other they thing could just go and murder somebody randomly. They murder their spouse, right? Oh, but I was president, so it doesn't count. Right. They go to a, a, a bank and they rob it. Well, I was president. It doesn't count. Like, none of this, they embezzle money. Well, I was president. None of this makes any sense yeah well yeah his his case was very flimsy to begin I mean, with what a but they um a couple other things is like you know the supreme court loves to put their f this supreme court loves to put their foot into things that they shouldn't like this case in dc should absolutely go in front of a jury and the american people should have a jury's response whether he's guilty or innocent of this crime because it's our president it's our voice it's our vote and I don't think that seven people, half of which he appointed, should be making that decision on behalf of the American people and taking that choice away from us. You know, and well, and the other all part about taking choice away. The other so. part is if he if he appeals it and, and puts a uh, puts it in front of the Supreme Court Monday, he asks them to hear it. If they agree to hear it, there you know, every step of this every day that goes by that this trial doesn't start we're getting closer to the general election and that's not good it's a win for trump because if this you know if they hear let's say the supreme court's like yeah we're going to take this up we're not going to let the dc circuit court stand so we're going to take it up they could hear arguments as early as april and come out with a decision in May or June on this decision. Now we're pushing it farther away where if it stays right now, we could have this court case start as early as the beginning of April. And we could have an answer by May or June whether he's guilty on this or not. And because the, the further you push it, let's say the court case, case gets pushed to October because we're waiting for the Supreme Court to come right. out. And then, the course, the, the election's in November. The judge is going to be like, there's no way. this it's It'll be interfering. Right, with the election. Right? And if oh he gets reelected and he's still in court, is he? What if there's an answer? What if he's elected and he and wins then found the, guilty and then found guilty and oh he's God. not inaugurated yet? He still doesn't have. The, you know what I mean? We're pushing into a way that's like these are Chaos unprecedented country, times, yeah. and so the need to have an answer, to have this case heard, and have this answer right away is important. Now, what I'm hoping is that because they said yes to the Colorado case, which I believe, by the way. I don't, I, I, I don't, listening to these arguments today, they were all kind of flimsy, but I don't think they're, they're going to allow him to be on the ballot. So if the Supreme Court allows that, maybe they won't take up this case and they'll right. say, we helped you here. Yeah. We're not helping you here. Like maybe, maybe that'll be a thing. I don't know. Or maybe they're like, well, we helped you here and we'll help you there and we'll help you everywhere because, you know. Maybe. And it also sounds like a Dr. Seuss. I know. I was just going <laughs> to say that. Well, that's our next, that's our, that's our next uh, book. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I don't know. It's really interesting. But I, I mean, as far as like the Colorado ballot, I mean, I'm, I'm all for taking them off all the ballots. But the case that I heard today in front of the Supreme Court, it doesn't sound like they're going to go for this. And it sounds like they're going to allow him to be on the ballot. And quite frankly, because they're, they're, they're saying he's an insurrectionist and he was a part of this. But we haven't gotten to that case yet. Like yeah. to me. I think he needs to be found guilty before any other court could say, now that you've been found guilty as an insurrectionist against this country because you of your acts, right. all of the video, the speeches, the tweets, all that stuff's coming in as evidence. Like, now that we found you guilty for this, now we're going to say you cannot be allowed to be president of the United States. It, it, and the reason why these insurrectionist laws exist is because of the Civil War, because of the South, because right. of those traitors, because all of those... Uh, ins the insurrectionists who tried to overturn the government during your rebel, like, uh, fucking uh, Confederacy. Confederate days, those Confederate people were trying to run for office. Yeah. And, and the, the people, the guys in D.C. were like, no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, excuse me, Georgia. Excuse me, Alabama. Yeah. Please don't send people who traitors to this country to office. And so that's why all of these laws existed in the first place, which is fucking nuts to me.
the, well, the, the fact that that crime, a civil war against this country, those laws are now coming into play in 2024. And the justices were like, the Supreme Court justices were like, well, how come we've never had to, you know, use these laws before? It's been 150 years before we had to look at these laws. Yeah, because the there's guy, no one like Trump. Yeah, and the guy come was on. like, because we've never had a January 6th. <laughs> And the, let's be honest, like I said to you and Justin today on the on our text thread, there's never been a person like this. No. A president or a candidate like this. And, th- and the fact that he cited this, he, he 100% did this crime. And I hope well, to God that we, we as the American people see him in court one day being tried for it because he's a fucking traitor. And so is Marjorie Taylor Greene, oh who my stood up God. at a press conference demanding that we don't call her an insurrectionist and the people who stormed the Capitol insurrectionists. She's a fucking traitor to this country. Yeah. The fa- Anybody who tries to wash away what actually happened that day is a fucking traitor. And they want you to forget because they want to do it again. They want to cr- commit more crimes. They just want full power and control in this country. And my worry is... Um, what you said earlier, that it's going to be pushed out to the point where it's maybe too close to the election and they have to say, well, we can't interfere, right? Right. right. So that they, uh, so that it's a fair election. I mean, we've only had four years to fucking do this. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck's been going so, on. So but, <laughs> but, you know, everything drags in the court yeah. systems. Like, everything takes forever. But then, like, will these uh, judges, you know, uh, uh, you know, sitting... Um, on the Supreme Court, do a delay, knowing that if we delay, he gets to have his election and then see what happens there. And if he's not elected, then whatever they can ha- make, whatever ruling they want. You know what I mean? Like, are they going to push the it thing. to the point? It's almo- yeah. Like it almost and, sounds and like nobody wants the hot potato. And yeah. You know? And again, that shows that we cannot trust SCOTUS because if well, they are doing this to try to curry favor with the person that elected them, and he's probably like, just hold off, hold off, hold off. Let me get this election. I don't know. I don't know I if mean, it's going that far, but I just I don't think know. that they don't want to be the ones to make these decisions. And I think that it's easier. You know, they're not dumb. They know what cases could possibly come before them. Right. And I think that they took the Colorado one because it's easier to say no to that one. I understand that one. Put them on the ballot in Colorado. Bunch yeah. of high fucking hippies out there. No one gives a fuck, right? Uh, so like I, I mean, you know what I mean? There's like some people there though. Fine, don't but, worry about. Well, yeah, that's where Bobert's from, yeah. isn't it? Okay, <laughs> my bad. Uh, my bad, yo. The gunslinging cafe and all <laughs> that bee. crazy yeah, shit over my there. Bee, yo, my bee. <laughs> um, but I don't give a fuck about that. This case though, this case, this is the one. This mm. is the one, and I want him tried for that. Like that's this is. There's no way. And the case was so fucking flimsy. So. Also, I sent you um, an, a podcast, and I listened to about all these cases, and they talked about the Georgia one, and you had talked about it last week, and I was like, what is this? And so after you mentioned it to me, Fanny oh. Willis and her love affair, yes. uh, I went and was looking it up. So I listened to a whole thing about it. Basically, is it? it's not a good look. No. Okay. It's not a good look. Not a good look. The the worst thing that could happen again is that she's now removed. there will be a delay. Yeah. Maybe she's removed, but the fact of the matter is, she should not have hired but he this stepped person. Down. Didn't he step down? I think so. Yeah. But it's not like she was fucking a juror right. or a judge. Right. Nobody right. who right. could right. interfere with right. the case. So they're all on the same team. So that the worst thing that could happen is it's delayed a couple weeks from starting, but the case will move forward. He is still going yeah. to be tried. The case isn't being thrown out. I, well, they're the trying news. to get it thrown out, right. but, but it's not going to happen. Not going yeah. to happen. But it's just it's it's to me it's like why why even risk the delay. I Why understand. risk all of this? Like, we, yeah. like, this is our time. Yeah. You know, this is our time. Can we just please, can we, can we, can we stay focused? Yeah. Stay in the game. Yeah. And then go party with your baby afterwards. Like, figure it out. But, like, we, we need every, every, the eye on the prize. Yeah. And that's it. I got to tell you, I, I have never been more excited. I, I really thought, and I am, I'm, con- I'm listening to what's happening in the legislature here in Florida, but I really thought these first three months were going to be, um, just focusing on that, but these cases are keeping us busy. So yeah. the other thing that they talked about a lot in that Supreme Court case today was like, well, this should be in Congress. Congress should be doing this, and this is what Congress decides. And I'm like, oh my god, if it came back to Congress to oh. decide whether <laughs> Trump should be Forget held it. for these crimes, like it would, ne- it would stall here, it would stall there. We would never get an answer. 
We would never. And you know what? Like, I would be worried that maybe the Republicans would <laughs> get together to, to be on Trump's okay. side. But these motherfuckers are so bad at their jobs in the House. Did you see what happened <laughs> yesterday on February 7th? This Mike Johnson. Oh, God. That little baby baby. I'm going to call him baby boy Mike Johnson. Ooh. Baby boy Mike Johnson does not know how to do his job. Now, well, this well, is where <laughs> I know Nancy, I know I dragged Nancy Pelosi. I got it, okay? But that bitch could do her job. And yeah. she never, ever, I mean, ever listen, took a bill to the floor. Loose dentures and all. Yeah. Loose she, dentures and all. She got earrings this falling job falling off done. At, the press, <laughs> at the fucking podium and all. She would never take a bill to the floor that she didn't have votes that she knew was going to pass or fail. Because that's embarrassing. Oh, she embarrassing. knows how to play the game. That's embarrassing. Yeah, she you knows how to play the game. You don't ever bring something to the floor that's going to make your party look bad. Well, Mike Johnson this week, I don't know what they were thinking. <laughs> but... You know, we all know they're fucking with the border security. They don't. Yeah. They don't want to negotiate that bill. They don't want to talk That's about. That's my favorite. It. We gave them everything they wanted in it. The, it, the it, person it. who helped write and negotiate the bill is like, I don't think I'm going to vote on it now. Like, okay, well, the guy Langford, <laughs> who's the sen- the uh, U.S. senator out of I think uh, Missouri, uh, he's he's one of the most conservative Republicans in fucking government. That he's voted like number two most conservative person. He was the one in the Senate negotiating all of this, and he's like, "What the fuck are you guys doing?" <laughs> like he's on every news conference, go, news news, con- going, "I don't know. I worked for months to get them what they wanted. I don't under." He stood on the f- the floor of the Senate, yeah. like, "I don't know how else to help you." And one, he was being interviewed, and this news guy was like, "Well, there seems to be a whole bunch of what is this like this pork in here?" And it, he he cites this one line, and it he goes. Well, the guy Langford's like, well, that's to provide water to the migrants that are coming across the border. And he's like, why would why would you need to do that? And he goes, because they're human beings and we don't want them to die from dehydration. Uh, like, what is going on? It, it's, it's what are you talking about? It's the, picking the apart something that it's it was the most beautiful thing Republicans wanted. Yeah, and but the other one of the other people negotiating was the homeland security director Majorca, and so yesterday this is where they fucked up in the house they tried to impeach him and this is somebody who was working with them they're to get the mess. fucking shit they wanted they got him everything they wanted and they're like you know who oh, who can we blame because they can't blame trump who told them not to take the deal yeah who can we blame we'll blame Majorca. they go to, to impeach oh him my they, they lose the vote They've got the majority, I'd like you to let you know. Yeah. They have the majority in the house. And now Mallorca's like, what's My up, fellas? Yeah. What's next, up? I'm here. I'm back. <laughs> I am not going anywhere. Yo, 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 yo. Mallorca yo, in the house. Mallorca in the house. <laughs> and the other thing that they tried to pass right after was a single aid package to Israel. Because that's the other thing. They were going to put all this stuff in this one immigration or border bill. And, and there was they, stuff for Ukraine, I believe, in there Ukraine as well. and Israel yeah. was, in, was mm-hmm. in it and Korea. Now, oh, we don't want that. Even yeah. though that they wanted it before, now they don't want it. So they tried to say, we don't want to do these by themselves, these aid packages. Okay, so then they put up this one aid package for Israel. Fails. <laughs> Fails. Like, by the way, they're not sending money to Ukraine. They're not sending money to Israel. Like, these are places, Israel, I don't. <laughs> they all are supposed to be getting this aid. Ukraine? Ukraine? Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> This is year three of that war, I by know, the way. That we don't hear barely anything about. I see pictures and videos all the time. It's shocking. But it's shocking. I, I'm talking about like, you know. No, I know. No, it's not. It, it, it's not. And these motherfuckers headline. are in D.C. playing games with people. Playing games. They're just full of hate. It's crazy. I, I don't know. I just find it hilarious that. You had this like Matt Gates gang of eight people oh who have uh, held everything hostage, face. and now Mike Johnson's fucking up. And there, you know what? There, Matt Gates came out and said, "You know, Kevin McCarthy would be great to run the D- the RNC." So <laughs> now he likes Kevin McCarthy. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Oh my god, they're crazy. Um, my last thing was that yesterday in the Florida Supreme Court, they heard. Um, oh, hearing yes. they had a hearing because. The state and Ashley Moody. Ashley Moody. I have fucking that. wino cunts. Oh, my God. She is saying that the... Uh, people can't read in Florida, basically. The petition. <laughs> so they put up a petition because they want to put abortion rights on the ballot. Like right. they've done in all these other states. And this hard group, working group of people 
got over a million signatures. You only need like 890, I think, to get it on the ballot, something yeah, like that. Yeah, we got over a million because they're going to throw, you know. They're going to throw some out, but yeah. over a million and counting, like still getting a, a petition signed. And so we did all that work gets done across the state of Florida. By the way, Republicans and Democrats yes. signing alike. This is a nonpartisan issue. This is, this, you. This is women. Women want control of their bodies. And the men that care about them. And people want health care for their, for their loved ones and their friends and family. Like this, is, this is what it's about. Well, they're challenging the language on the petition yeah. that it's too vague and people won't be able to understand viability yeah. and uh, all this nonsense. So Supreme Court heard some, uh, some testimony yesterday yeah. or some uh, – it sounds like they're laughing them out of there. Now, we yeah. know that they're very conservative – justices on the florida supreme court so i don't know but from the way they were doing their back and forth they're like i think floridians know how to read yeah they know how to read that was like the big headline yeah. like floridians know how to read i mean yes we have florida man and so people may doubt yeah there, there's probably some doubt um uh, books are banned so you know i i can and you know education is under attack so i would understand why people outside of florida may think that floridians can't read but you know we can <laughs> We actually can. We read. can read. <laughs> we know how. We know how to do that. Um, Ashley Moody. <laughs> so I guess, you know, hopefully we'll hear something soon, but maybe that'll get put on the ballot in November. That would be fantastic. I think that oh it will. God. I think hopefully. How exciting. I think hopefully it'll be on there. And I think that it will overwhelmingly pass. And there were so and many people up in Tallahassee, like, um, you know, Nancy Mateo was yeah. there and um, uh, Mary Eakins. Uh, Durant. Durant. I'm going to say your <laughs> name wrong. Sorry. But um, Mary Eakins was there and um, just so many other people who have been um, fighting for this. Oh, my God. Forever. Yeah. It's a big deal. So hopefully we'll be on there. My my only concern has been my 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 only concern this entire time with the petition has been once it passes and people vote for it and it becomes law, it'll be an amendment. The Floridians oh. want this. Um, They'll find a way. Then it goes to Tallahassee, and they have to, like, basically certify it there mm -hmm. in the next legislative session for next year. And um, that's when they start to pick at it. Yeah. And so there's well, we a know very that's good chance happen. that they'll pick at it, and it'll make it they, they, they did harder. it to— It'll make um, it not real anymore. They've done it to to the um, Amendment 4 for uh, restoring voting rights to— Formerly incarcerated people, they they found a way, a found a loophole to prevent people from having yeah, access they, they to voting. They created a poll tax, uh, basically. Which it was is like, like Jim Crow era laws. Yeah, they basically you have to pay your court fees was the thing, and then um, people voted. I think a couple of times. I know definitely they voted for the legalization of uh, marijuana, and then they tore that apart. And so it's just they they. Um, are not doing the will of the people. And that this, to me, is is the epitome of the Republican Party. And if you look at America nationwide, popular vote, these they'd all be out. Yeah, They would all be out. And they that's why they don't want to get rid of the Electoral College. That's why they want to gerrymander everything, because they know that they have no power unless it's rigged power. Like, that's it. And and we need to like just uh, everyone needs to step up about this. I mean, it's outrageous to hold on to these laws from you know um, the creation of our country that, do that it doesn't work anymore. And these originalists and constitutionalists, like the reason they want to keep things as it is, because they want to be the group that always has power and they don't want to share that power. And it's destroying our country. It's destroying our country. It's destroying our education. It's destroying the lives and, 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 and um, mental health of our, our kids, our LGBTQ um, kids. Like, what are we doing? I'm just so, like, it's like I'm just sick of it. Women's bodies, it's just one thing after the next. And they, uh, they celebrate how mean they are. And yeah. that's the thing that's most disgusting to me. They, they celebrate being hateful, but they're Christian. And then, you know, the other half of them are cuckoo conspiracy theorists. Like, it's fucking wackadoo. It's a crazy time to be it's alive. It's a crazy time. Like, I just keep, I was thinking today, like, what, I, and we've talked about it before, but man, like, you know, my grandkids, my great-grandkids, like, if, if, there's a, if there's an America, 
um, right, right, or, you know, or, or, or a United what, States, a United States of America, or what America was supposed to stand for, if that even exists, well, how are they going to learn? What are they, you know, what is that going to be like when they go back and learn about what happened in this country and like where things went awry and. Listen, we're standing on it. Like this is really it's wild that we are living in this because I never thought that I would be living through, you know, you learn in school about like these movements and these things and you you know, I never thought like I would be a part or living in a time of turmoil. Like I remember learning about like Nazi Germany and reading like Anne Frank as a kid in eighth grade and being like, Oh my god, like you know, crying and reading that book and like what she went through and like how could people be so mean and how could you know, a government do this. And like, we're living, we're living in, you know, uh, a move towards fascism. And it's scary. It's scary. The only thing that is saving us right now is that they can't pull it together. Thank God. They can't pull it together to actually do damage. Like they can't do it. I, I got to tell you, I don't Because know, they don't read books and they're idiots. But I haven't heard, like, <laughs> one bill that comes out of Congress that's good. I haven't heard about, like, what are you working on? Like, it's constantly, like, aren't you it's exhausted from constantly having to defend yourself? Or here's something that keeps Showboating. Me up at, All they yeah, do is showboat. But something that keeps me up at night is how do they twist these stories like this? Like, when you watch Marjorie Taylor Greene at that podium... And she's going on and on and on. And she's very sure. And she's really fucking serious. And she thinks she's right. Oh, she has all the information wrong half the time. I just don't know how, like, it'd be like Tina sitting here wearing a black jacket. And I say to literally people who can look and see her and say, Tina's wearing a red jacket right now. Yeah. Don't ever come to me. And tell me she's not wearing a red jacket because that's wrong. You're wrong. That's the deep you are state. wrong for saying that. That's the deep state because trying to mess with you. Tina would never wear a black jacket. That's something Tina would <laughs> never do. She only wears red jackets. Don't ever come. That's literally what's happening. Yeah. Millions of people around the world watched in real time while you ran for your life, girl. They watched people storm the Capitol. And rub their fucking their feces, their feces. They rub doo doo on the walls, bitch. <laughs> doo doo brown, doo doo brown. <laughs> they rub them doo doo browns <laughs> on the walls, girl. Okay. Oh my god. And you are sitting here trying to tell people who saw things with real eyeballs. This is I know. Up. This is the most. Don't you know well, how fucking nuts you crazy. look? Like, let's really think about they're what just, they're you're framing doing. it as a protest. Yeah, it's they clearly crazy. have not been at a protest. It's crazy. I've never, but it, it's regardless. It's like you can say, "Oh, it was a giant birthday party." Yeah. Like, there's nothing you're gonna say that's gonna take away from the literal fucking facts. Yeah, this isn't speculation of what happened 150 no. years ago. This literally happened three years yeah. ago. And we witnessed it on live television and video. People have video cameras on their phones. We have footage from people breaking windows and going in. What universe do you fucking live in? Like, are they fucking drinking Kool-Aid? Like, where is it? They did drink the Kool-Aid. Well, maybe they need to drink the Kool-Aid. They haven't drank it yet, you know, because then it's all over and we get rid of them. I mean, it's a um, matter of time. Yeah, it's a matter of time. Um, But... When I, I I watched another thing today with these these cuckoos who they still believe some lady today at a rally who who was saying that Trump is still president <laughs> and that oh <laughs> Trump is still president. And she's got like this this, um, yeah. the, you know, the, the crazy yeah. big hair and, you know, the makeup and she's got her Trump and there's flags all around her. It's 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 wild. And circus is a circus. It's a circus. And she was saying something like, um, oh, what was she saying? That 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 the world is moving in slow motion and mm. everything is a movie. So like Biden is it's a movie and Trump Funny. is president and there's this military thing. I don't even know what she was saying. And I was like, 
where where is this information coming from? Where, first of all, where are the people in her lives saying, okay, we need an intervention, right? Like we need, I think we need an intervention. We have to, you need some sort, you know, you, you got to go to like, you know, some place to detox from Trump. You need a Trump detox. You need a MAGA detox. You got to get it out of your system because it's messing with your mind. It's messing with your mind. I'm yeah. thinking of, you know, like a legit, you know, intervention. Like the family sits around, they take the phone, and they have to go, this is real, this is not real. Yeah. Okay, yes. tell me what's real, this is not real. They have to break. You're, 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 it's crazy. Yeah, well, it's, it's cultish behavior. We've watched, how many cult documentaries do we yes. have to watch to know, like we literally, that one, that Mother of God one, Mother of Love, oh where the fuck God. it is. They're literally talking to people who are still in the cult, and yeah. they're talking to them, like, you know, interviewing them. And they're talking, and you're like... Wait a minute. What? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wait, what? Like, just there's something. Off. There's something. There has to be. Um, and we've talked about this before. There's got to be something that is different. Some wiring well, that is yeah. different because but there are people who are born into these cults. Because I've watched some of those too, where like their children, they grow up right. and like and that's, all they, that's all they know. Right, right, but right. But they know inside. No, there's something they know here. something is wrong, and they, they escape it. They make their way out of it because they know like this isn't how life is supposed to be. Let me tell you something. And this so, but then there are people who don't who stay in it forever, like those mother of of let me mom tell you something. love. There's something mother, that Trump whatever tapped into here that was always fucking there. Okay, he brought to light what white people think about quietly. Some white people. Well, but anybody who could be in his base, basically. Yeah. And he said it out loud. And when he, at the mo- at the time, was considered a very wealthy man, very successful, whatever, mm-hmm. uh, you know, thought of as very high, you know, most some people, I think people in New York did not think of him that way. No. But presented himself as this, like, millionaire and if he says that thing out loud then it's okay if i say that thing out loud right and he tapped into a vulnerability in people that was relatable and and when you point to the other and you say it's their fault right that your life is shitty right because they're coming to take your jobs they're or co- they're coming and the, go- the, the the immigrants are bad the government is bad everybody's bad i'm gonna me. save yeah. you and he tapped and he into came something at a that right people, time. yeah, oh, absolutely. He came at a time where it was like after, you know, it was progressive. Obama and and Obama, well, and, there but, was it, a lot but, of but there was the happening. recession. There was, yeah. you know, there was all of these things. Everything fell into place that allowed something, someone like this to step in. Absolutely, you know, and and you know, on our little group thread, like the idea is that, you know, um. When he goes away, it doesn't mean that it's gone. There's gonna be someone else. There's the Matt Gates. There's right. We'll and, see. And hopefully, hopefully that that this um, small group of nut jobs, especially the ones all in the house, like go away. Well, we've seen that. You know, DeSantis was Trump in DeSantis clothes, right? Like right. his. So it doesn't. It doesn't. It will he be doesn't someone have, else. Yeah. Yes. But Trump has that thing that DeSantis didn't have. So it'd have to come in a package of this kind of guy. Yeah. Who's re- who seems like he loves everybody, but he's a massive fucking egotistical Ugh, piece of he's shit. He's so gross. But I think, you know what I mean? Like the MAGA stuff doesn't work if it's not Donald right. Trump. So there could be, there could be somebody who comes along and could be like that. Matt Gates isn't that person. Oh my God. He's swarmy. The face is oh, fucked that up. Face. The Joker face that, is not going to work. hooded brow. No, no, I can't no, no, take no. it. No, 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 no. That Beavis and Butthead Also, mix. I had to, I, oh my God. You know his lawyer, Alana. Oh, they're, they're trying to come back after him again. Who? Gates. Oh, are they? I think so. I, I was uh, listening to something about it recently that, like, he's not off the hook. Oh, God. Her. Okay. Yeah, so Trump's. She's tried to compare Trump's herself. lawyer, who you would know, <laughs> Alina Haba. She, by the way, I saw some pictures of her from, like, 10 years ago. She's had, like, tons of plastic surgery. She looked like this nice. Yeah all american this girl and now she's like thing. pumped like up with plumps with all this it's shit it's like stop with she the like face already she like walked through a fucking kardashian goddamn Ugh. transformation machine from willy wonka <gasps> nightmare or something oh anyway <laughs> she's a loud mouth right she's at these press conferences and she sits in the court like this oh these duck literally face. with her face like duck this. face was what 10 years ago get over the duck face well her face or she's her lips are like just yeah. injected you know yeah. so she's like <laughs> and <sighs> she's 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 bubblehead Okay, oh she's a bubblehead, and so I think he hired her because she maybe looks a 
like she like feeds ev- this MAGA ew, vibe. Ew, ew. But when she was his lawyer, she's his lawyer in the civil case in the d- the fraud case that they're waiting to hear the the, yeah. the the verdict on or like the the damages. But also for the E. Jean Carroll defamation one, the second E. Jean oh. Carroll case. And so I was listening to an analysis of that this week, and they were talking about how sh- they played. Alina outside going and I will be repealing and I've got the best case for a repeal and she's going on and on and so they cut back to the people talking about the case and they're like no she got nothing like apparently they had to submit that CNN video as evidence of she's he's continuing to defame her right and so they go to they say okay we want to present the evidence blah 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 the CNN tape and the judge looks at Alina and says you know how do you object to this evidence? Nope, no objection. So it, evidence goes into the case, the trial. So it starts to play. <laughs> She's like, I object. <laughs> and the judge is like, nah, too yeah, late. Girl, where like, did you go by to law way, school? Where she, she was like, school? this happened several times. Several, like there were so many rookie mistakes she was oh making. God. Did she, has she ever tried a case in court? I don't know. Is this like but a my cousin Vinny, like my yeah. first time in court? <laughs> but afterwards she was like, and I will continue to stand by President Trump. And then he put out on Truth Social, he's interviewing firms for his appeal. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, well, I guess Alana's not, co- Alina's yeah, not coming. Alina. Whatever the fuck's not coming along for this. Um, my favorite thing was when she tried to compare herself to Taylor Swift. Honey. Me. And that she was hotter than Taylor Swift. Girl. Oh, my God. Okay. Let's Girl. Let's talk about the Grammys at the end. Girl. I know. But. I know. No, no, what no. What are you I, doing? No, but I want to talk about yeah. how we watch the Grammys together. Yes. But we'll talk okay. about it at the end. That's um, all I have. Okay. Okay. I have a story. Oh, please. It's share a, your. It's a short and sweet. Information. It's a short and sweet. It's I kind of short and sweet. It's kind of going, you know. That's I what they used to call me in high school. Ooh. I haven't. I haven't really done like just kind of a, I don't want to say basic, but like, you know, kind of just. All right. A regular, uh, it's not murder, it's not, you know, because lately I feel like I've been doing more kind of like gritty or like. No need to explain. Okay, I'm just saying. I know. All right, so today I'm going to tell you the story of former public works superintendent Scott Bartlett. Oh. Scott Bartlett served as Fairfield Public Works superintendent, but his reckless handling of toxic waste. Unleashed one of the most devastating environmental disasters <gasps> in Connecticut's history. <laughs> well, you're I'm not a, laughing. You're about a toxic it. waste kick. Lately. Oh my god! This is I your am. second story in a row about toxic yes. well, plutonium. Well, yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> but somebody's done fucked up at the. <laughs> yes, I mean, dude, the public works. By the way, uh, you notice I took my tree down. I didn't even uh, notice. I'm so fucking bummed out, dude. I'm so fucking bummed out. Oh, doesn't this space it. always look yeah, so different it. when I you take the tree it. down? Why don't you do an all-year tree yeah. and then do a Valentine's That's tree what my and like a St. Patrick's Day? We're taking everything and down like and I a was summer like, tree. You could yeah. put seashells all over it. All right, That's it would be so cute. Yeah, I was very upset. And then a back-to-school tree, and then <laughs> Halloween. You know, you know where I'm going. Who has this much time on our hands? Do you have this? Listen, no. uh, maybe soon. Maybe. Uh, no, it's what ridiculous. am I talking about? Anyway, I what was very sad. About? I was very sad to take it down. It felt like a member of the family. <laughs> it's been here so long. It's been here since November. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> at least I. At least it's a fake tree, and I didn't have to take it out to the curb. It'd be so fucking humiliated, like I usually am. Oh, we In just, mid-March, we taking just, my tree out. <laughs> we've had our tree uh, down and just sitting in the backyard and just recently put it on the curb. So, like... <laughs> It happens. What do you, I mean, it's, like, it's such a thing. It is. It's a real thing. So <laughs> our story takes place yes. in 2019 in Fairfield, Connecticut. Oh, shit. Recent. So, yeah, I don't have a whole ton of background, um, but essentially Bartlett worked for 40 years in some capacity in the city of Fairfield. Um, and then, you know, makes his way um, to that superintendent of public works over time. And he was around 57 years old when this all went down. And he was known in the town and, you know, he dedicated his life to this position. So like any town, they work on improvements improvements and whatnot. So in 2016, the town got a company to clean up an area that was holding waste. So, you know, 
like anywhere when you're working on certain things or there's p- chemical plants or, you know, what have you, you got to do something with that waste. And then the city has to determine, like, how do we get rid of this stuff? Like, what right. is the right way to do it safely and legally and all of that so that it's not harming people? So they were supposed to build a berm around the waste. And a berm is basically like a raised piece of land that runs along a road or a river so that like the waste doesn't seep into the water or Mm. other things. Right. Yeah. And, um, in this case it was built so that it wouldn't seep into like other people's property lines and stuff like that. So it was like just to contain the waste in some way. So the major incident, instead of building that berm, they had the company put the hazardous waste like inside the berm like it like buried inside of it so it's supposed to be here's the berm and we're gonna like have the waste here like contained but they like dug and put it inside um and it was so basically they took how they built the berm was they took toxic waste from a pond to build the berm but the berm is supposed to prevent the toxic waste right what the fuck and it's around this fill pile so bartlett was working with a local developer And also allegedly allowed tons and tons of contaminated soil to be dumped in various places all over the city. What? Places like parks. No! Playgrounds. Under pavilions. um, This one, like, pavilion area that, like, families and people and community members went to. They didn't really say because it was so recent. Like, so I don't know if, like, years from now there's going to be ramifications from it. And then, like, in the parking lot of the pavilion, they put it underneath the parking lot. Like, they just put it everywhere. And these are, again, areas where kids, families, pets are spending time. (laughs) So the Connecticut Post reported that debris was also um, piled next to the public works garage. But with the caveat that no contaminated material be there. So they were like, okay, you could put some waste there, but it cannot be contaminated because it's like there's no way to be safe from the contamination. Right. And that wasn't the case. The pile that they put next to that garage grew to about 120,000 cubic yards in about three years. Oh, my gosh. The pile, according to the Connecticut Post article, notes that there were high levels of PCBs, lead, and other hazardous waste. And PCBs are like human-made chemicals that, um, you know, that help make plastic and things like that. But if you ingest it or mm. you inhale it, it can suppress your immune system and you can get all sorts of diseases. So um, aside from then, aside from the environmental stuff, which is enough on its own, Bartlett also stole close to $30,000. What? From a disabled woman. All right. Who, according to the Connecticut Post, he was made her conservator, like, you know, the whole Britney Spears thing, and he just took her money. Yeah. I mean, I was thinking <laughs> that he was just, like, a, do- a dummy and, like, couldn't, didn't know he was supposed to do all these other things, but yeah. now he's a, he's a fucking dirtbag. Yeah, he's a dirt. You know, imagine it's someone who, and then, like, I guess th- one of the family members found out whatever, they found out that he, like, just took all her money. Oh, my God. Who does that? Piece of shit. You know? It's so gross. Same people who make uh, $20, $2 bills with their face on it. <laughs> with their mugshot on it. <laughs> their mugshot. So <gasps> Did you watch the new Curb Your Enthusiasm episode? No. Oh, okay, okay. I haven't mind. watched it. I'll, I'm going to watch it this weekend. <laughs> I just haven't had a chance yet. All right, all right, all right. So uh, some charges. Um, according to Alfred Branch's patch article, he was charged with larceny in the first degree, and that has to do with the $30,000 that he took from that woman. Wow. He was charged with illegal disposal of PCBs. Disruption of a solid waste disposal area, receiving solid waste at an unpermitted facility, illegal disposal of the PCPs, and discharging materials into the waters of Connecticut without a permit. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I mean, it's like those, uh, all I kept thinking of was like, you know, the Simpsons have done it, but like, you know, where like the truck rolls up and it's just like, Mm -hmm. do, 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 and they just dump everything. In The Sopranos, they did it. You know, they just dump the waste into the water and then, you know, someone's drinking or playing or fishing or doing something in that water. All right. So he goes to court and he's found guilty. Okay. So he gets 15 years. However, the 15 years, uh, the way the judge did it is like you have 15 years, but but it's suspended after the first five years. 
I don't know why they wouldn't just give him five years, but it's 15 years suspended after five years in prison. And um, it runs concurrently to like 18 months that he got for like one of the other charges. Um, So basically five years. And then five years of probation following his release. And he has to pay $1 million in restitution that will come from his monthly pension. So his pension is about $8,970 a month. And he has to give up half of that pension until he, like, pays off the million dollars. Wow. Yeah. And then after sentencing, the Connecticut Post reported that Bartlett stated to Superior Court Judge Tracy Lee Dayton, quote, I take full responsibility and ownership for my actions. I can't blame others. I own it. Wow. The judge replied, there are a lot of people in town who are very angry, and I don't blame them. I mean, imagine like you're in this because it's not like a huge city. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I would be livid if I knew I was like with my babies playing in a park and there's toxic waste like in the ground that they're falling and rolling around in. I would lose my mind. That's because insane. again, like in five years, are they going to have lung issues? Right. Are, are they going to have asthma? Are they going to have cancer? Like uh, I would be freaking out. So one of the first selectmen of Fairfield, and that's basically like um, a commissioner, had this to say, quote, his indifference to the health and safety of the people who live and work here in Fairfield translated into the contamination of over 40 sites in our town, including parks and fields where young children play, dogs are walked, and where his own colleagues work. The financial strain on our town caused by his actions will continue to impact our ability to fund essential school and town projects because they have to now clean all of this up. Yeah, yeah. So the aftermath, Fairfield may have to spend up to $100 million to fix the environmental mess that (gasps) Bartlett created. $100 million. Oh, my gosh. So how do you budget that? Like, that's coming out of everything. Like, that comes out of, like, your your improvements and roads. And and you can't sell your house there now, by the way, right? Like, no one's going to want to move there. Oh, no. If you're near, like, the toxic waste dump, no. Who knows where that could be? <laughs> so Holy shit. The town still has 182,000 tons of contaminated waste to deal with. And along with Bartlett, others were arrested and charged as well. There was Brian Carey, who was the interim director in, of Department of Public Works. Mm. Emmett Hibson, the former human resources director. Robert uh, Graberic, an LEP for the Osprey Environmental Engineering Company. So these are, they were all like in on it. So some points of interest, he tried to get the case thrown out because prosecutors didn't disclose a report that showed that the toxicity wasn't as high as originally thought, but the judge denied that. Uh, the judge said, I'm not going to dismiss the case because of a late disclosure uh, of a report. So yeah, it may not have been as high, but it was still high. Like yeah. he's like, get out of here. Like you still this did this horrible thing. The trial was supposed, so this happened... Um, around 2019, but COVID. So he really didn't get sentenced um, until much later because everything was right. like, d- remember that? Like, I yeah. forgot about that. That it was like Girl. some cases, like years. Yeah. So, and then this is the funniest thing to me. I was like, you got to be kidding me. This guy's family, Bartlett's family, they had the balls <laughs> to start a GoFundMe that read, quote, Oh, Lord. As of August 16th, 2019, Scott Bartlett has been terminated after 38 years of service for the town of Fairfield Department of Public Works. Um. We are now seeking financial assistance for legal defense and in support of our family. Any amount you contribute will be forever appreciated. Thank you, the Bartlett family. What? People have no fucking shame. How in the world are you going to ask people for money when he did this whore? He stole money from a disabled woman. Yeah. And he he put oh, that's right. the people in town <laughs> in danger. About that part. <laughs> he put all these people in danger and oh you're going to be bro. like, "Um, excuse me, could you help us out hey. a little bit? We got these bills to pay." <laughs> what? No. <laughs> so good. No. So fucking good. So that's the story. That's Ugh. my little sh- short and sweet. Love it. The Very toxic good. superintendent of public works. Very good. <laughs> she always got to have that little spin at the end. Don't you know that I'm toxic? <gasps> no, is that oh. how it goes? <laughs> yeah, that is how it goes. Is I'm it? addicted to you, but I know. Wait. Oh, are you toxic? <laughs> we don't know. 
All right, somebody's toxic. Listen, listen. I'm not a Britney Spears person. Well, I, I mean, like your songs. Yeah, but we support we support Britney Spears. I mean, I baby, one what's more going time. on, honey? I don't know what's going on there. Yeah, no, I don't know either. But you know what? Live and let live, man. Do your thing. She's been. A, I mean, what do you expect from this girl? <sighs> She's been run through the ringer. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Leave her alone. So we went to our friend's house <gasps> to watch. Uh, well, we went for dinner, but yeah. then my daughter was like, "Can we put the Grammys on?" So we put the Grammys on. She first of all, oh. Her daughter was so adorable in the cutest dress ever. She just, she is just so cute. She's adorable. She's adorable. She's and like, sweet I'm gonna wear that new and dress, and I was like, oh, all right, let's Aww. see it. Oh, please, so cute, stunning, stunning. Yes, um, and smart. Yeah, funny. Yeah, oh, she's the best. Creative. Yeah, yeah, she's really amazing. Thank you. But anyway, we watched the Grammys. Now, I have not watched the Grammys in a very, very long I time. I haven't either. Because a lot of the bands and music that I listen to, the Grammys don't know who they are. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, a lot of people that I like aren't Yeah, because you kind of are more, like, indie. Yeah. I just, I mean, one, I just, I don't have cables. So, like, what yeah. am I watching the Grammys? You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, and I, I don't even think about it, to be honest. I don't either. And usually, and I'm tired of award, you know, because it's yeah. so long. Well, I didn't realize on and on and on and on with the speeches. I didn't realize it would go that long. I was shocked at how long it was going. It's like wrap it up already. Yeah, and and there was three in memoriams, <laughs> but all right, there was so many good performances. Yeah, it was definitely like a Gen X fucking Grammys. We had Tracy Chapman, mm. bitch. We had Annie Lennox. Oh my god, with Shana- about Sinead O'Connor, which was fucking incredible. Oh, so good, incredible, everything. Um, Miley effing Cyrus, I'm going to tell you, because she comes up and I'm like, what is she doing with this hair? And she starts giving a speech and I'm like, her speech. Hmm. And then she sang her song and I was like, her speech made me so happy. Yeah. And, and we talked about it when we were there, but wow, I loved just how much she was excited yeah. and proud yeah. and like, this is my moment and I'm going to just enjoy it. Like, good for you. She is definitely that, that I'll give myself I can buy myself flowers like uh, she's really living that like yeah even in the song she was filling in words and she's like I didn't want to leave you but I had to Ooh. I didn't want to fight but we did I was like and then she said and I just won my first Grammy she starts dancing around the stage so cute I was like holy shit she shut she's a fucking star She's a fucking star. But it's just to me and I said it then like it felt so authentic yeah. and it just felt like it, to me, it was like such girly vibes, you know, like yeah. she's like, this is, the, you know, like it was so she's cute. Happy Everything in her life. about it was cute and yeah. happy and fun and light. She didn't take herself too seriously. And she's like, this is my thing. Yeah. And I love that because I feel like with women sometimes, I don't know, like we can't just enjoy the moment. Yeah. It's, there's all this other stuff attached to it. And she's like, she just was like having fun. Yeah. I love that. She's very confident in who she is. Yes. You, that's what you can see. And that, the thing that I didn't like to see afterwards where people were like, couldn't she cover her tattoos? Couldn't she? And it's like, no, that's who she know. is. Like, yeah, no, I don't let know. Let her go, man. I, I I, was so fucking proud. Like, yeah. I just thought, I thought she was incredible. One incredible. thing I didn't like to see, even though I get it that it was a Tina uh, Turner tribute, those shoulder pads. I swear to God. Yeah, you keep, you keep bringing these up. You don't remember the the, the, no, the I remember. most annoying you yeah. would wear. Uh, I mean, and the shoulder pads would be flip a big the poof. wrong way. Yeah. And then you have to straighten them out or they no. fall out. Worst. Or, uh, they were a nightmare. And you look stupid. You look square. Yeah. Also, would it kill somebody <laughs> to do a cover <gasps> of what's love got to do with it? Like, we can do a lot of tributes to Tina. I, I get, I love that song. Yeah. Proud Mary, believe me. But... What's love got to do oh. with it? The fucking banger. Well, and that it's was like our hot. generation, yeah. Tina Turner. But also like the epitome of it. But also that was Tina standing on her own two yes. feet. That was her breakout. I'm a fucking star yeah. in my 40s. Yeah. A fucking incredible comeback for somebody who Ooh. everybody wrote off. And I those Turner, legs in that, all that video. Bullshit. She's a fucking star. Like, we can kill that song too. Like, yeah. let's do it. Let's fucking kill it at that song in a tribute. Because that song is so Fucking good. So good. Or I don't need another hero. Ooh. Come on. Get to the Tina stuff. Hero. Fucking love it. 
I don't know. Oh. I love the performances were great. Uh, there's people I don't know who they are. Like my daughter's all about that SZA, like loves that SZA, and apparently that was a big album. Yeah. I don't know. People were upset. Taylor Swift won album of the year because they say it's not her best album. Who cares? I, I, I don't know. Who I don't cares? know. All I know is Boy Genius walked away with three. Ooh. And then let me tell you what happened. Come to my dark world for a minute, okay? Oh. Because this is it. They have no plans to ever come back together to do this again no, nowhere in the future they're all done right the next day i don't know if julian did this but lucy and phoebe chain loose took everything off their social media they unfollowed everybody they took all their photos down like clean slate photo phoebe i don't even think has a a, a photo on instagram anymore as like a profile picture they just deleted they everything. just went dark everything's gone well, maybe this is like a, they're coming back with something else. I don't know. But let me tell you something. Jo joy, one of my greatest joys in life is to go on the Phoebe's Instagram and just scroll through her old pictures. You know? Yeah. Before all of this stuff. And she's with her brother and all this stuff. Like, those pictures, everything's gone. Everything's fucking gone. It's crazy. It's cray, mm. cray, crazy. And then also. Well, maybe uh, because, you know, they're they've they're gone mainstream and maybe she wants some privacy I think or something. I think or they're going to start to reestablish themselves again as, as solo. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um, also, Alfredo tried to talk some shit about Boy Genius when I was there. Phoebe Bridgers. Oh. She was in the audience. He goes, I don't even know if she's there. She's not winning anything. I almost had to cut him. I said to my daughter, get a knife <laughs> because I'm going to cut this motherfucker. <sighs> How dare he? How dare he? Oh, my God. By the way, here's another. How about the Grammys do this? Give more awards away on camera. All these awards were off camera. They really There's showed. It was already five they million like hours six. long. They it showed so like six awards. It was so long. It was all performances, all in memoriam. But there was good performance. I yeah. mean, I can't complain. I enjoyed it. And it was fun to watch it with everybody. It was. That was we the thing. We were all laughing and joking That's and why I'm excited shit. about the Super Bowl. Because, like, yeah. I don't care about the game. But yeah. it'll be fun. Just, one, we got to see yeah. Taylor. Like, we want to see yeah, the, yeah, We yeah. want to see the romance. Yeah, got to see it. Gotta you know, see it. Yeah. So I'm excited. <laughs> I'm so excited yeah. about it. But I uh Oh, and what else? Oh, so I watched something. Oh, what? I watched the Wham documentary. Oh, how was it? It was so good. You know, I got the name Andrew Riggs. Riggin? What's the what's uh, the uh, oh I, I don't know. It's Andrew. I got it right in trivia last Monday. Oh yeah. I had the right name. Ooh. That's right. I want to go to trivia. I go on I'm going Mondays with my friends now because I don't have anything else to do. Ooh, I'm gonna, when I have a, um, you know, it's hard. It's hard on a school night. I know. Well, okay, there's a teacher that comes and she leaves. She doesn't stay for like final round. So. Oh, okay. You want to come? All right. All right. All right. <laughs> well, you know. Um, but it was really good. Yeah. And, okay. So I used to, I used to have like like oh a yeah. very young kid. Ja so, but George Michael, honey, and George Michael. But I mean, I had that stuff like when he was George, became George Michael, but I also had the Wham! stuff, and I forgot. So, like, when you're watching the document, like, these songs come on, and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm just, like, singing, and <laughs> it made me so happy because, you know, it's, it's you know, very poppy, yeah. and, but the thing that was really great is, like, it really traced their evolution and how they started off as, like, a ska band, and, like, then they were, um, like, one of their first songs was really about, like, being a voice about, like, social issues that were happening and wow. then like he's like he realized like that the, like this pop thing is a thing and and about like you know hiding who he was and his um sexuality and it was really really good and like the relationship between these two yeah yeah and how close they remained yeah. like and then andrew having to watch like him sort of propel you know into yeah. stardom. Yeah. It was so good, but like no ill will about it. It was really beautiful. A really beautiful, I think, testimony of their friendship. Fun to hear all the music. And the thing that was super cool is that Andrew um, says that his mom kept a scrapbook from when they started. So they met when they were like 12 and they started their oh band when gosh. they were like 16 or something. And she kept a book and it's like book one, book two. Wow. Everything, wow. every clipping, every single thing. And so, like, they show pictures of some oh of this. Oh, my god! I'm like, what an amazing mom. Like, everything to the end. And then, like, their last show. Like, so good. 
Oh, I'm gonna it was watch really it. good. And then like it ended, and I'm like, oh god, now I gotta find a George Michael documentary because like I want to know more about like, you know, yeah, what ha- it like. I feel god. so bad for him. I love George Michael. I did too, and I feel bad because I think a lot of the stuff that happened to him was because he couldn't be himself for a while, and mm. then finally came out, and like you know, and yeah. I think that he compensated and. But it was really good. Yeah. Really good. And it's the hairdos and like, <laughs> it's just, and I, I didn't realize because I was so young. Yeah. Um, and I didn't realize like the impact that they had at the time, like that they were. They were huge. They were that, huge. That, that as I didn't realize how huge they were. And I didn't realize like the impact that they made internationally, mm-hmm. like. It was really interesting. Like, that's my thing now at the gym. I'm like, I'll watch a movie, I'll watch a show, and I watch that whole thing like over like two days at the gym, and I, like I'm a, like like ready to cry. Like it was so good. Aww. So please watch it if you like it, and it's just fun to hear the music come in, and it, it was really really interesting. Nice. But anyway, that's what I did this week. Love it. All right. Well, I guess we'll see you next week. Yup. Bye. Bye. If you want to see any photos or take a deeper dive into our stories, please go to our website, www.themuckpodcast.com. And be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Muck Podcast and on our Twitter at Muck Podcast. To support The Muck Podcast, please visit our Patreon page. We have three levels of support with exclusive content, Muckraker, Policy Wonk, or Bleeding Heart. We can't do this without you.